You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. me you might not be used to seeing garage guy chase this way i have a clean shaven face that's right um you may or may not have ever seen me without a uh, a mustache but you have now right here at the end of 2021 after christmas we're in what's called limbo week okay uh it's the week that doesn't exist it's the week where hardly nothing gets done Everyone is just like dead waiting on the new year to come. And that's okay uh, because it's like the one week of the year where you're uh, able to be just a large piece of shit and no one judges you. So happy limbo week. Uh, Merry Christmas, belated Christmas. Uh, Happy Hanukkah, belated. Happy Merry Kwanzaa, uh, belated. However you say those things, it's just kind of widely known now as happy holidays. Okay, so I just wanted to cover the bases. And whatever holiday that's out there that I may not have mentioned, happy holidays. Okay, just want to throw that out there. And, uh, and happy new year. Okay, the new year is coming up. Uh, recording this now, the show is, uh, is available to you now on Thursday, December 30th. Um, and whatever time you're listening to this, if you're listening to this after the first happy new year, we made it computers didn't crash like we thought they would in the year 2000. So good, good for us. Another year in the digital age of life, uh, in the, uh, the neon twenties, as I like to call them. So we are, uh, we're in the neon twenties now, second year in the neon twenties, kind of been a weird, uh, start to the twenties, but that's okay because, Things happen sometimes. Can't control everything, right? You can't, like, literally control what you can control. Okay, that's what I like to say, and it makes a lot of sense that way. Uh, show is brought to you by Hooters, obviously. Okay, shout out to Hooters. Uh, I found my uh, my Chase Elliott, Alan Kowicki throwback shirt. Uh, obviously, always rocking the Hooters racing hat. Right now, if you get over to Hooters uh, or to Hooters2Go.com, Download the Hooters app. Use promo code GarageGuys. You're going to save $10 on any order, $30 or more when using that promo code. And uh, a little, little fine print action here because Dale Boy is, uh, is, is not feeling too well, again, for the second week in a row. So I will do fine print. Valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only. And hopefully for 2022, I want to have a little sing-along for the fine print. So maybe we'll make that happen. Let me know if you want that, by the way, Garage Fam. If you guys want that for the video, just let me know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll sing it. I'll sing it. We'll do it right now. Valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only. Hooters. Garage Guys. That, there it was right there. So if you want that, um, I'm not editing words into this video. Um, it's limbo week. I have an excuse, so I'm not going to do that. But if you want words for that next year, just let, just let us know. So uh, we're looking to, uh, to, to be chilling, big chilling with the hoots again in 2022, obviously. So getting ready to uh, chat with them. Uh, very, very excited to, to see the new Chase Elliott Hooters paint scheme. The unveiling should be coming uh, here pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you're following Hooters Racing. Make sure you follow uh, me, Dale, Garage Guys, uh, all over on social media. So be sure of that. And now that we've uh, we got the, the Hooters plug out the way and uh, we got everything else out the way, the, the no mustache Garage Guy has been addressed, I'm going to go ahead and kick back now. Go ahead and kick back, <laughs> cross the legs up, because this is going to be a show where we're not really talking much about news. We're not going to talk much about uh, what's happening in the world of racing. This is a time to reflect on the year that was 2021 for Garage Guys and for myself personally. So I have talked with Dale earlier. He is feeling a little bit better, by the way. Everybody just take some time to go on Twitter 
and just tag Dale Tanhart and just say, hope you're feeling better in limbo week where you have an excuse to feel better and to, you know, be sick or whatever, just like that. You have to, you have to wear it just like that. Okay. Not really JK you can do what you want, but yeah, Dale's fine. Dale's good. He was battling the, uh, we thought he was battling transformers last week, but turns out he wasn't. So we're happy and blessed for that. But, uh, this show, this episode is going to be based on, um, uh, my top five, race weekends of 2021 and i can't do that without cracking open an ice cold bud zero just because no we're not sponsored by bud zero should be i personally should be i've drank enough of these this year uh the best in my opinion the best non-alcoholic beer on the market and if you didn't know that i didn't drink you do now and uh and i've talked about it a lot so I do drink Budweiser Zero. Don't drink alcohol. There we go. So now you know. So now that that's out of the way, let's go ahead and get started on this show. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm sure I'm going to talk a ton, as I always do. What are you going to do about it? Um, let me grab the phone real quick because I've got some notes that I've taken down. And uh, just going to go through some of these. So I've listed five races and I have an honorable mention as well. And uh, we're going to start from my fifth favorite race weekend of the year, go all the way up to number one, and then do the honorable mention. And, of course, uh, I want to know what your favorite race weekend of the year was. So while you're listening to this, you can listen to mine, see what I have to say about them. Take some time to, uh, to tag Garage Guys FS on any social media platform, preferably Twitter, though. And then tag me at Garage Guy Chase. Tell me what your favorite race weekend of 2021 was. Maybe hashtag it. Maybe uh, hashtag Fave Race Week 21. F A V R A C E W E E K 21. Hashtag Fave Race Week 21. So let me know. I want to know what the Garage Fam's uh, favorite race weekends were. So I'm going to go ahead and go through the list now. We're going to start with number five for me. Uh, and, and we got to do a lot this year. Okay. Uh, this was the biggest year in Garage Guys history for us getting to go out and, and explore the NASCAR circuit. And it was all thanks to inside tailgating. So just want to give a huge shout out to them. Uh, they were great partners. And we also did some work with Buchanan and the American Cornhole League. So Literally, it all roots back to them. Uh, just so many people to thank there. Um, Stacy, Elizabeth, uh, thank you guys so much for the opportunity. It really kind of set us up and and has kind of, you know, propelled us to where we are now. And we're really looking to keep growing in 2022. Got a lot of exciting stuff that we're working on. We A lot of you guys know that. So um, especially if you're in the Discord, which is free, you know about these things. So uh, we're going to keep uh, getting the work in, getting ready for the new season. So we got some exciting stuff coming up over the next couple of weeks. But uh, just huge thanks to them. We uh, we got that deal, I want to say, in May. We started the eight-race tour, and it was just such an exciting time. Literally, like, got on my knees and cried, like, when that happened. Because we had been working at this for, like, four years. And to finally have somebody kind of see us and, and take a chance on us was – incredible so thank you guys for that but uh the first uh the, the the number five of my favorite race weekends was not a race weekend with inside tailgating it was just a race weekend uh as us and we did uh we did some work with hooters we did a show at hooters in johnson city tennessee uh great hooters location by the way if you haven't been go and bristol in general just a race uh the the night race was incredible so a lot of fun things that, that, that happened over that weekend. Some of the, uh, the big things were obviously we were reunited with Cody Effin Powers, which is our guy over at Left Turn Cult Podcast. Cody did some work for us this year, uh, you know, with photos and did some camera stuff for us and quickly just became great friends and uh, looking forward to doing some work with him, uh, maybe where he's not running the camera this this year coming up so definitely want to be able to hang out with cody some more 
and do some more stuff. But always a great time with Cody, just a genuine guy, great guy, love him to death. And all of his crew as well, getting to meet them and hang out with them uh, at Bristol because that's his home track. So, like, Bristol is like a state fair, but a race at the same time. Like, you can get inside of, like, a Toyota monster truck and, like, do donuts uh, right around in the back while donuts are happening, you know, and then there's, you know, the concert. And to the track itself, man, it's just the last great Coliseum is, you know, is an understatement. It is just a force of nature inside of that track. And it was so fun to watch the races that weekend. We went to the truck race where Sheldon Creed almost won, uh, was taken by, um, I want to say it was, uh, we can't think of his name right now. It's terrible. It's horrible. Uh, drives the 18 car. I remember his mom though. Remember his mom, his mom was, uh, was furious that he didn't, you know, say hello. And, you know, I feel like I have to, uh, I have to, to figure this out. I have to figure his name out. This is, this is terrible. This is, this is terrible. Like, how do I not know for Kyle Bush motorsports? How do I not know this? Luckily we have cell phones. And so thank you as I, uh, as I find this, cause I'm not editing this out cause it's limbo week and I have every excuse to do that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're doing, but yeah, he drives the, uh, the 18 truck for Kyle Bush motorsports and, uh, his name, his name would be Chandler Smith, little Chandler terrible. Couldn't even remember that Chandler's mom though. Shout out to her. She wanted to make sure that her baby knew that she was there clapping him on, supporting him. So it sucked because like I had money on Sheldon and Dale had money on Chandler Smith to win. He hit big with Chandler and that kind of kicked off the weekend for the bets for garage guys in the garage fam. A lot of you that bet on Chandler Smith with Dale, y'all got a big hit. Uh, unfortunately I didn't get that. I tried to be a little more loyal to our boy Sheldon and he had a rocket ship of a truck. The caution came out. Right when it wasn't supposed to, or right at the perfect time, if you will, for some people. But yeah, that hit off. And then the Xfinity race was electric as hell. One of the best finishes of the year between Cindric and Almondinger. Almondinger wins that race. And um, and then of course the Cup race. The Hooters car was out in full force. We were there with Hooters, getting a chill at Elliott's box, and met some of the people that work in the corporate side for Hooters and. Got to chill with some of the girls. Shout out to uh, shout out to the homie Sloan. She knows who she is. Sloan Sloan was uh really cool. We got to chill with her, and uh, we had a really good time with just a lot of other great people. Uh, you know the the left turn cult crew, the Hooters crew. Moonhead was there. We got to chill with him. Great guy, love him to death. And uh and yeah, just the, watching that race, it was so fun. I had on my card, I had Harvick. Elliot and Larson. So literally like all the guys on my card were like just champions. And it just goes to show like the playoffs were so good to me. I was so hot in the playoffs with batting this year. So that was fun to watch, but yeah, it kind of sucked what happened to chase. And then you had the beef with him and Harvick at the end. And I was right down there in the pits for that. Got to see that up close and personal. Um, got to chill a little bit with the barstool crew. Uh, shout out to spider. Like that guy a lot. Uh, had some fun times with them and then did the garage talk with our guy, Paul Swan. Okay. Right up there in Austin Dillon's pit box. So just a lot of fun things that happened that weekend at the track. And, uh, and it was just a great race weekend. The racing was incredible. It was just very fun. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. Can't wait to go back to Bristol and check out the dirt race this year as well. So it's going to be cool, but that would be my number five. Mm. get a little sip of that fourth favorite race weekend of the year gotta go ahead and just give that one up to dover delaware uh, dover delaware man shout out to dover shout out to dover delaware just got bought by uh by by the new uh I think it was independently owned for a while and um, SMI went out and got them a little piece of the pie. So 
they now own Dover. So uh, it'll be all new ownership, which would be better for us coming into this year because it was held trying to get credentials and tickets alone for that race. Like you had to jump through all kinds of hoops. So I think they did a good thing by selling to, uh, to SMI. And the weekend is that that was the second weekend we had with inside tailgating. We had just left Darlington. Darlington was fun. Uh, and it was just a lot of excitement around, you know, that race, but going from Darlington to Dover was a hike. I mean, we had to go up through Pennsylvania. We had to stop at a cornhole tournament and then literally got no sleep for two days, like drove napped, so I guess I did get some sleep. I napped a bit, but for the most part, not really just doing content from there to there. And it was also new and, you know, you want to be on your best. And we get to Dover. Dale drove all the way from Mississippi to Dover, Delaware. That was one hell of a trek for him. I don't know how the hell he did it, um, but he did. And so he got there and we went to some of the races and at first it was kind of a stinker, man. Like it was, it, the campground was not that great. Uh, we were a little let down about that, but the town around it was cool. And uh, you know, we did some grilling and we, we got some people around uh, the shops were awesome. I got some of my favorite hats from the shops in Delaware and Dover. So we got to do that and I got to get some really good, cool gear and, I think the the best part of it was probably going to the the cup race on Sunday and how that whole morning shook out. But I'll save a little bit of, the, uh, of that. The people in Dover are electric. You would think that up north, like you wouldn't have as rowdy of like a, a crowd or a crew, but it is like, I mean, just going to Michigan this year alone, I learned that they're like far more redneck than people in the south. So that alone right there was was pretty wild. And so I guess I just kind of saw, you know, the 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 country in a different light, especially with NASCAR and through racing and race fans. So it was it was incredible. Just just I could say that so many times because it's so true. But, you know, from from Dover's perspective, like we finally did get some people around. We you know, we played some cornhole, um, you know, did some grilling had that on a video and we met some amazing people um, that were working for some of the companies that were sponsoring the race. So got to go to an Xfinity race, got some free tickets, got some free tickets for a cup race. And just having that uh, shout out, shout out to our guy at new Holland. Um, he worked for new Holland at the time. I won't go into namesakes or anything like that, but they know who they are and we appreciate the hell out of them. And I can't wait to see them again. But, uh, we got to hang out with them. We got to go to the New Holland suite. We got to check out a race from a suite. That was the first time that had ever happened. So that was really cool. And getting to see it from that perspective as, you know, opposed to being in the stands, I will say this, like, it's definitely two different worlds. Like, I love watching a race from the stands, but, like, personally, I want to be in the pits. That's just, for me, you get everything down there. And um it's very fun there are a couple of races that i would want to watch from the stands like bristol is one of them but aside from that i want to be in the pits most of the time but the suite is definitely more of the corporate vibe you you're there and you're talking some business and the race is just kind of happening so for me it's like that's not it doesn't really move the needle for me much but um when the weekend in dover really got fun was when we found this campground that we were originally wanting to stay in, but we're told that it was taking up space. So they ended up putting us in this one campground because I remember getting there at like three o'clock in the morning and I, there was a guy sitting out there and I was like, hey, man, I want to stay in the campground where there's going to be a lot of partying, a lot of fun, a lot of action. So he put us in this one place that was kind of like right by the road and like walking wise, getting from there to the track was very easy. Like we could see like Miles the Monster from where we were sitting. But yeah, it wasn't as much of a rowdy time. We ended up getting in the car. We had a bullhorn and we would drive. We drove to this campground in the very back and we were just kind of messing around because we finally I talked Dale and them into. I said, look, we got to go check it out. We just got to see, you know, I want to just see if there's something we're missing. And lo and behold, there was 
Um, it was a Dega style party in Dover, Delaware, and it's in this campground. You kind of go over this overpass and then it's like, I want to say it's called like lot nine, but I might be mistaken. It's back where, um, back where like a lot of the, uh, there's like this fence where like the utility workers may be. It's kind of in a weird location, but it's, it's kind of far from the track. And so back there, it was like really quiet and dark. There were definitely some people that had some setups where there were lights and everything. But then we found this one spot. It was like this bar. They had like this camper set up with a bar and there was just a shit ton of people. And they were all rocking Winston era gear. And I was like, this is my people. This is my place. Like, let's go. So we get out and they're like, no cameras. You know, I was like, oh, shit. All right. What's going to happen here? And uh, luckily, there's cameras on cell phones, so we got a little bit of it documented. But uh, man, we had a time, dude, and we got to dance and 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 have fun, and we met some people there that we, you know, never thought we would meet. I just I thought that culture only existed at Talladega, but in Dover, you know, we called it Dover Dega for a reason. So shout out to some of the awesome people that we met there um, that are from the Jersey area still our boys to this day that we talked to so great guys can't wait to see them again going into 2022 but uh the best day cup series race dale and i get up we go to the dover downs casino we throw real cash money down on alex bowman to win that race i did a, a parlay where i set up three matchups it was the first time one of my parlays hit for matchups and obviously dale and i both hit on alex bowman the celebration video lives on the entire dover video that was edited and created and put out on our social media pages if you haven't seen it yet um i'm probably going to drop a link to it down in the uh in the description and uh, on youtube and on the podcast uh platform so you'll be able to go watch that i'm going to drop some links for sure for you guys to check out some of these race weekends that we experienced if you haven't seen them yet so, uh, yeah, just an amazing weekend. That casino hit was probably one of the best, man. Like, there's nothing better than, you know, putting real cash money down somewhere and you sticking around that place and then going back and then picking up real cash money. It's just an amazing feeling. So shout out to Alex Bowman for getting that win and, uh, and for just everybody that we met in Delaware and Dover. Love that place. Can't wait to go back. All right, another sip here. Before we get into the third, third race of the year, our top three race weekend of the year, my third favorite, October Dega. October Dega was very different. We partnered up with Tail Greeter and Hooters for that one. Uh, we did a uh, kind of like a tailgate event with Tail Greeter. Great guys at Tail Greeter as well. If you go to a lot of NFL games, um, definitely check out Tail Greeter. Um, some really great guys, great with management there, and had some fun with them. And uh, it, we kind of did a little deal. It, it was really rainy that weekend. It kind of sucked because of the weather. But for the most part, I would say just having that whole ordeal and and having Hooters there, serving wings to everyone giving away free merch that was really cool and was one of the great like you know brand sponsorships weekend uh, uh brand sponsor weekends that we had um so we had a great time also had great people out there again uh you know we had brad perez was there shout out to shout out to bread perez um moonhead was there again as well and then who, how can you forget big baby scumbag we got big baby out to talladega we also uh pulled a few strings and we got andrew callahan and the channel five news crew out there which was amazing i mean the if you haven't seen the channel five return to talladega video do yourself a favor right now and prepare your ears to hear show me your butthole more than at least a hundred times in that video I could do a whole entire episode on the show me your butthole chant and like how it started and like where it came from. Uh, it's just one of those things that make Talladega just this mystical place uh, of life. And I've been going to Dega since I was a kid. So like, that's what I thought NASCAR was my whole life. That was the only track I went to. 
I thought that every track was like that. And I know in the, in the Winston era, a lot of them were. But Dega just holds a special place in my heart. So getting to be there, you know, for the first time, you know, with Garage Guys, with me and Dale, having Big Baby there, having Hooters there, Tell Greeter, Andrew at Channel 5, it was just like, it was like our big, I guess, weekend where we really got to, to, to shine. And, and I got to do that in a way at a track that I grew up going to. So it was like coming home for me and getting to do the things that I love to do with Garage Guys at that track. And not only that, my, my dad was there, my son, my wife, and all of my dad's friends that he would go camping there for years with. And they stayed at a different campground. That's a little bit down the road, but I literally got to stay with my family at uh, my dad's camper and got to do all my normal yearly things that I did with my family while juggling kind of the schedule that we had with content and everything else. So it was, um, it was definitely an experience and I got to bring my son and my wife onto pit road and, uh, my, my son got a uh, piece of a truck. A lot of our friends that we've made through the years working on, and, you know, in the pit crews and the drivers getting to meet my family was really cool. And uh, so that was just a really cool, like, you know, universes colliding type weekend. I feel like, cause it's just, it means that track means a lot to me and the weekend and the vibe and just the craziness of Talladega, like big baby getting to go down Dega Boulevard with Dale and uh, you know, and some of the great guys, shout out to our guy exit as well. That's in the discord. He was there with us as well as Daytona. So it was just cool. It, you know, the, the more people that we go to races with, we meet a lot of you guys that watch the show and we kind of develop these friendships and, and, and where we know that when we go to these tracks, we look forward to seeing you guys and hanging out with you guys. So it was just cool to like have all that mesh together. And I think that's what made October Dega such a special weekend for me and i'm sure it did for you know for dale as well and for some of the other guys that were there and for my family too so great weekend and gotta put the cherry on top you know it rained out on sunday we had to come back home and i literally got home at like one o'clock in the morning went to bed slept my ass off because i barely slept that weekend like most of the race weekends that we had and I woke up to stage two at Talladega. Bubba Wallace taking the lead. I had bet money on him, and he wins. He gets his first race, second African-American driver in history to win. Those are all big things to cross off. But when you make $1,600 off of a race with Bubba Wallace, when no one else wanted to bet on him, that's the icing on the cake. That's the cherry on top of the Sunday, baby. Great weekend. Love that I got to a, a big bet hit on that weekend, too. And I'm pretty sure every one of these race weekends that I'm listing right now, I hit a bet on. Yeah, yeah. I won every one of these. I won money on every one of these tracks, by the way. So that was, that was pretty cool. Oh, no, actually, I didn't. I take that back because my second favorite, going to number two now, Second favorite race weekend. I did not win money on, but it was the biggest, I would say, for business, for garage guys, for just the culture in general, it was the biggest weekend of 2021. And that would have to be Daytona 500 weekend. And this is a story in its own. So for a lot of people that have never heard the story, I'm here to tell it. Dale, we met Dale. I think last in, in towards the end of 2022, we had met him virtually online. Um, he was close to an area that we were from, obviously the heartland of America, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Me being from Louisiana, not too far from Hattiesburg, and Drew was from there too, Chef Boy. We um, we we met for the first time the day before we left to go to. The 500 and he had one of his friends her name is ashley shout out to ashley she did our photography for us and videography for us while we were there in daytona and you know this was back before anything 
really like no inside tailgating no rv we we had just left roto baller a month or two months before and started our own website we started garage guys fantasy sports.com what which most of you know and some of you that found us may have never even known that we did work with roto baller before you might have only known us having our own site and uh, i'm gonna say it was the most interesting and the quickest i have ever bonded with a person was with was with dale and we literally i drove to his house i met him shook his hand and he was just like the first i'll never forget the first thing he said he's like wow you're, you're a lot taller than i thought you were and i'm just like okay all right yeah and so we started talking we chat or whatever drew pulls up like an hour later uh i did an i did a, a podcast uh episode actually with cody and them from left turn cult that night and uh i was so tired man and i remember doing that with them and just kind of chilling hanging out getting to know dale a little more talking to him personally and his you know his roommate was there shout out to our boy chris and we're uh we're all just kind of sitting in this man cave that he had and we're watching some some tv maybe a game was on i can't really remember but uh and then ashley shows up and then we're all like all right guys we're let's go get some sleep you know and we'll get up in the morning and head out we probably laid down for like five minutes and then i don't remember what it was but like drew was going to get in his bed and then dale and them were up and dale came in there and he was just like man i can't really sleep because you know like when you're about to go on a big trip like when you were a kid and you're you knew you were going to disney world the next day you know you're like i don't want to sleep like this is exciting like i'm going to do something because like we were all together for the first time and this was about to be like our debut weekend the sights coming up you know we're, it's just a really fun interesting time and so we were, Dale was like, I can't sleep. I'm like, me either, man. I'm like, you just want to go? You want to just go like right now? He's like, yeah. We literally, within five minutes of telling each other good night, we decide we're just going to drive through the night and go to Daytona. And that's exactly what we do. And um, we get there, we check in in the hotel and we immediately get to work. We're on the computers. We're writing our articles. We're getting everything out. And, and there's a picture that we have um, that was taken in the hotel lobby of me dale and drew all on our laptops working and that's still one of my favorite photos to this day because it just really sums up how hectic that weekend was but also how fun it was and then you know from there we get that done that's finished and now it's time to go to the race and we're jetting to the track we get there for the races and then we go out downtown and then we get to the hooters and we do the whole deal there and and we just we do everything that we can to just really try to capture exciting good stuff that's really what's happening you know dale winning the truck bet inside of the hooters bar losing his shit one of the most exciting times just one of the most exciting videos um and then the xfinity race and then going out that night meeting up with some some guys that we know having a good time um staying out way too late and then driving everybody back and then waking up as early as possible drew and i i don't think drew and i slept i think i might have slept for like an hour two hours me and drew were up doing premium content dale went to bed because he wasn't doing premium at the time and he goes to sleep and then we go to the race and it gets rained out we go to the hooters we're chilling this is before we had a deal with hooters and uh and then we go back there that night and uh we watch the race and we get to see the big one and michael mcdowell wins and none of our bets hit and uh it was still amazing and and i can't forget we did our first show our first betting show at uh at this restaurant in port orange and, I, and for some reason, in my head, I was like, oh, this place is popping. It's great. It was not. And it was just kind of really, they, the, some of the staff was kind of rude. I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant because I still love their food. 
it's really good but some of the staff was kind of rude about it but like they invited us to come out and do it and so it was just an experience overall and like really just kind of like getting to know each other quickly and so that's what makes that weekend special um so the daytona 500 is the second favorite race weekend for me and then we're, we're here now guys we're at the number one race weekend personally for garage guy chase and i thought long and hard about it and i was like you know i was gonna make daytona 500 my number one my number one race weekend because of all the things i just told you guys um but it's the more i thought about it, the more i realized that there was a little bit deeper um meaning to this number one race weekend because it wasn't the wasn't the funnest campground experience it, you know, but, but there was a lot of amazing things that happened that weekend. There was, I mean, I fucking cried this weekend and I'll tell you why, you know, a lot of people might think that I'm not a very sentimental person or I'm not really an emotional person, but bullshit. When I, when I tell you why you'll understand, um, but. Mm, take another sip of that goodness. Number one favorite race weekend for me, Nashville super speedway um there's a lot of fun that happened that weekend for one it was during the inside tailgating uh tour dale and i had been on it for a while we had just taken a break and went back and chef boy got to come so that was a fun one chef came out and stayed with us that weekend and we did our normal deal so having him there it was the one weekend that he was there and it was fun and it was cool to have him there. And then, you know, obviously anytime you go to Nashville, it's a fun time. Downtown Nashville, Broadway, all of it. It's just a great experience. And if you haven't been to Nashville, you need to go to Nashville. Great time. Um, so being there for that, it was the first NASCAR Cup Series race at Nashville. The first time we had went to Nashville Super Speedway. And you say what you want about the races and the racing, but you know, it was, uh, there was a lot that happened that made it special to me personally. Um, the big thing was that was my son's first race that he had ever got to go to. My wife drove up with my son and they stayed with my niece, uh, that lives there in Nashville. And so getting, to have Emery there for the first time was so different because we were in the middle of this tour and it was, I was so busy and getting home and I was spend as much time as I could with him. And I love my son so much. And I try to do everything that I can to, to let him know that and to spend as much time with him as possible. And so I remember being a kid when I was like five, when my dad took me to Talladega for the first time, like I never really talked to my dad about it and how he felt about it. And I think that my dad was just getting into NASCAR at the time. So we had many years after that where we would go to Dega and, you know, we had a lot of special moments like where, you know, we would get to go to pit road and he got to show me the cars and he taught me a little bit about the drivers and the history and stuff. So it was my, it was kind of like a passing of the torch because while my son didn't go to the cup race, he went to the Xfinity race and he is obviously was a Kyle Busch fan and is, I don't know, or I don't really know now if he is anymore or not, because I think he's been exposed to it a lot more, but he saw the M&M's car. What do kids do? They love M&M's. They love candy. You know, they're going to be fans of that. And most kids that I know are, and, and the kids that aren't probably have very heavily influencing to tell them otherwise. Or their dads just like, no. And so I mean, my son has heard his fair share of, uh, of the, the negative things about Kyle Busch at six years old, even that being at these races, especially at Talladega. So he asked questions. And, uh, and, and so I'll never forget the moment where Caitlin, which is my wife, and me and Emery, which is my son, were leaving the RV on Saturday evening and we were walking towards the track or maybe it was Saturday afternoon. I think I had took a brief nap and we're walking towards the track and there was just this moment where like 
he's holding my hand and I'm hold, you know, he's holding my wife's hand and he's in the middle. And I just looked down and I lost it. Like I lost it. And like, even thinking about that moment now kind of tears me up a little bit because there's just nothing better than having a child and being able to share something that you're so passionate about with them. And I'm tearing up right now, but when that child loves it and shows the enthusiasm that you have for it, that is just is special, man. And I had, I had the picture of it for the longest time where he's on my shoulders in front of the track and it is just that whole day. And then obviously he got to see Kyle Bush win the race. He was so happy and watching him as the cars would come by and how he reacted to it. And I, there wasn't much of racing that I, I watched because I was watching him mostly. So that was super special for me. And that's why it is the number one race weekend for me. But there are other reasons. Okay. That's the sentimental thing, you know, for me, but, uh, we got to play cornhole with Kyle Larson and Ricky Stenhouse and NASCAR productions was there for it. That right there was so cool and such a, uh, a rare thing to get to do. And a lot of you that maybe have seen the videos of it and we're, we've got some really good relationships with Ricky and Kyle now and, you know, shout out to the people that helped make that happen. Um, but getting to do that on Saturday morning or me and chef are playing, you know, with Ricky and Kyle and they beat our ass and I want to rematch because I'm not going to let it happen again. That's guaranteed. It's not happening again, but uh, getting to do that with them and play that was so cool. And then seeing us like on Fox with them, you know, uh, Fox racing or whatever was super cool. And, and just one of those moments where I kind of think that it hit us like, you know, we're doing something cool. We're doing something awesome and, and we're doing it because we want to see NASCAR get put in this different kind of light now. So, excuse me. Um, that was, that was special. And then to see them run one, two for that long period of time, it was like the garage guys energy is in the air, you know? So I've talked about that one a good bit. And obviously that's another reason why it's number one on the list. Uh, the, the downtown nightlife was cool, but the big one for the nightlife for me was the, the one night that we went out was, uh, that Friday, that Friday night, we went to a truck race. Dale had a buddy of his that lived in Nashville and had a ton of people come to a truck race. And then we all hopped on a party bus and went to Broadway a lot of these people had no idea what NASCAR was. They had never been to a race and we got them to a truck race to enjoy that. They all were betting on it. And that was so cool. I don't think anybody hit because Ryan priest won that race, but it was so cool to get that many people that had never been to a race to go experience that. And now you go talk to a lot of them and they want to go to more and that's what it takes. You know, that's what it takes to really see what NASCAR is, is to get to a track and to feel the cars, to hear the cars, to go to the campgrounds, to experience the party, to experience all the things that happen around the sport and everything that I love about the sport. There's just so many people in the world that have never experienced that. And I want to share that with as many people as I can. Um, so that's why. I'm making that a huge goal of mine in 2022, but yeah, that, that weekend was just great for me personally and just for garage guys and to get to show a ton of people what racing and NASCAR is all about. Um, and obviously, you know, being able to, to do the event that we did with the cornhole and, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was incredible. We met some amazing people in 2021. And uh, just had some amazing times, amazing moments on the road. And I just want to thank everybody from the Garage Fam, um, anybody that I may have left out that, you know, that, that we met along the way this year. You were a part of making 
2021 the biggest year in Garage Guys history and the most special year to me personally um, in my life because I I gave everything for Garage Guys and and I still give 110 million percent to Garage Guys so I just thank you guys so much that stick around and that have been a part of this journey um, and as we get ready to move into 2022 this new journey you know, with these new, these new guys that we're working with and we're really excited about it and can't wait to just run it back and do it again. So before I go, I'm going to give the honorable mention. It wasn't a NASCAR race. Indy 500 weekend is the honorable mention. Um, got to see IndyCar's race. Didn't even, wasn't even going to go to the race, okay? Wasn't even going to go to the race. And, I, and I'm going to be a little bit quicker with this one, uh, but... Uh, didn't even get to go to the race, but Dale has been going. I did go to the race. Wasn't going to. Did go. But Dale has been going to the Indy 500 for years, so it was really cool to for him. I feel like it was probably a special weekend for him because he got to show us, you know, everything that he's always done his whole life. And anytime you get to, to kind of be that host like that and do that, I feel like that's kind of a special moment. So, you know, we had some fun. We had the great front, we had one of the most successful events that we put on, uh, you know, with Garage Guys, the Flip Cup 500. Uh, we did this huge Flip Cup tournament, and it was just a tremendous success. Wild people out in the Coke lot. You know, Dale had told me so much about this place and how it all worked and getting to see it. It really is like, the, you know, the, it's really like Talladega of the North kind of and for a different race series. So. Uh, the Flip Cup 500 was amazing. That video is out. I'm going to put a link to that here. Um, that was super fun. Um, but we got to do go-karts indoor, which was awesome. And we were, I think that was one of the first, like, uh, races on our tour as well. They had the American Cornhole League Celebrity Tournament, and we got to be a part of that. Got to meet Kenny Moore for the Indianapolis Colts. Shout out to Kenny. Uh, great guy. And, um, you know, George Steinbrenner uh, was there. Got to kind of chat with him a little bit about owning an IndyCar team. And, uh, so many other people were out that way. Got Joey Molinero. We met him that weekend from Barstool. Awesome guy. Uh, so just the weekend itself it was great. But the, the day of the Indy 500, I remember waking up and they had all left and I wasn't even going to go. I didn't have a ticket. And uh, Big Mike. My boy, Big Mike, comes up and he's like, yo, we, we need to go to this race. We need to do this. And I'm like, OK, fuck it, I guess, like whatever. So we get up and we have to go find a scalper, get a ticket. So you got people all down the road. And this is what's crazy. And I may I don't know if I'm getting anybody in trouble saying this story, but I'm going to just give it to you raw. If you've made it this far in this podcast and you've listened this far, you're going to get this. So we're walking down and we're coming across people that are giving us prices and I'm like, no, 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 whatever. And so I had to bring my strong negotiator skills out. Um, and so we come up on this one guy and he's like, I'll, I'll give y'all $200. I'm like, no, no, we're good, man. man c- c- all right, I'll do it for 150. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'll give you, I was like, I have no idea if these tickets are real or not. I was like 60 bucks, 30 a piece. You're crazy. You're out of your mind. I'm like, all right, see you later, dude. Kept walking. The next thing I know, I hear a hundred. And I'm like, can't do a hundred, man. I'm like, I told you 60. That's crazy. You're crazy. You're not going to get that anywhere. I said, well, then I guess we just won't go. And I don't know what happened, but that guy was just like, man, all right, $60. And I was like, okay. I gave him 60 bucks. We got two tickets that raised $30 each. I was like, this is a success, man. Like, this is great. Like, this was, that was incredible. Like, we just got two tickets to Indy 500 for $30 a piece. Like, that's, that's wild. And I, had, I don't know how they work. Like, NASCAR races are a little bit more lenient where you sit. So I had no idea what I was walking into. I got a hold of Dale. He kind of told me where they were at. And uh, Cody was with Dale. They were doing photos. And, and uh, Cody was, I think this was the first race that he was working with us. And uh, so they were all up there already. So we get up to the gate and I have the tickets in my hand and no one's asking for the tickets. We literally walk in to the Indy 500 
And I was like, at first I was like, did I just waste $60? Like when I could have just walked in here for free. It's like, did I really just do that? And then I was like, you know what? You can't be mad because those tickets were probably a lot more expensive than $30 a piece. So I still consider it a win in the moment. It was a loss, but getting up in those stands and just seeing that track and seeing the Indy cars on that track, the space racers, man, space racers, like it was pod racing 101 star Wars. I still, that image is burned into my brain, seeing them come out of turn two into the sound. And so it really made me an Indy car fan that race did. And I love Indy car racing now, and I can't wait to do some more Indy car races going into 2022. So yeah, that was the honorable mention and, uh, Garage fam, again, let me know what your favorite race weekend was. Uh, tag me on Twitter. Tell me. Let me know. And thanks so much for tuning in. And it's been a great 2021. Can't wait to see what happens in 2022. And I hope to meet a shit ton of you guys in 2022 because, you know, we're going to be kicking it off hard in the paint. You know, we'll be in Daytona. I don't know how many people we'll see out in L.A., but we'll definitely be there for the 500. And, uh hopefully some of you guys can be there too we'll be at the hooters obviously so come see us but uh yeah that's uh that's it that's everything that's uh 2021 and i hope you enjoyed the year hope you had a a great one because we did all right we will see you i will see you next year you're probably gonna hear that a lot this week so see you next year garage fam i'm out it's the garage guys. 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 It's it's it's. It's the garage guys. It's it's the garage guys.